0: Now you can get smarter free checking that pays you early, pays you often, and pays you more at Radiant Credit Union. With Radiant's free checking account, you can get your paycheck, retirement check, or other benefits check up to 24 hours early with direct deposit to your Radiant checking account radiant also pays you often with our exclusive nickelback rewards earning you a nickel back on your visa debit card with signature purchases and radiant pays more with our special even up savings account that earns you up to four percent annual percentage rate up to four thousand dollars on your spare change from your debit card transactions So what are you waiting for? You deserve to get paid early, paid often, and paid more because you're a Radiant Credit Union member. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening up your new free checking account today and start getting paid early, often, and more right away. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Rates are current as of August twenty fourth, 2021.
1: Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better, but if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan
0: mri this program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC.
2: The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
1: All righty, welcome. It is Thursday and we are ready for another tailgate. Jeff Cardozo here with you. No, know, Pat, today he is uh, smoozing with Greg McGarity over in Jacksonville. But we have brought in. Uh, the world's second-strongest, best-looking, smartest individual, that is Zach Albaverde. Live from Spurriers is where we're chilling today, and we'll have a, a lot of fun talking Florida football, of course, and many other things. The NFL gets started tonight, and you can listen to the Bucs, because we're the home of the Bucks here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
3: His, uh, yeah, little Russell Zeon. Wilson. So if, if he stays there,
1: yeah. Well, we so we had a station draft um, with ten listeners, and then Pat and I, and I was just about to take Russell Wilson, and Duels took him like two oh. picks before me, he stole him. So now I hope Russell Wilson has the worst year ever, just, just, just despite Pat. Of that. Yeah. Although I d- I have DK Metcalf, so I need him to throw to him good.
3: See, these boys don't know about fantasy football yet. Yeah.
1: They'll learn. My son did a drop last night. Austinator did it at 15 years old, his first one, and all the other kids must have not had their dads there because they're picking like kickers in the fifth round. And I'm like, Austin, you're gonna smoke these kids because <laughs> we're we're we're. Uh, I was like, you were there coaching them yeah, up. <laughs> I was like, you need to text the group right now, 50 bucks that you won't even lose a game. Like that's how good your team is. So you'll
3: I so I have tried to do it some years, man, but I just I like. I'm not good enough with being on top of my lineups and watching enough games to know what I'm doing, but it is a way to stay on top of everything, you know. Yeah, that's good. Keeps you engaged. I am more intrigued and interested in this football season, NFL wise, than I think I have been in most years, and I'm more excited about this college football season. I've said it before, and I think Week One proved that. I mean, we got some awesome games. Yeah, and a great slate again this weekend. Not as good as Week One, but some intriguing matchups, you know, see yeah. if the, a, the ACC can, can
1: Actually finally win, a game. win some games. No, I mean, Kentucky-Missouri will be interesting to see where, yeah. where both of those teams I had are.
3: A, w- w- I had to pick that. W- w- what would be your prediction there? It's at Kentucky. Yeah, I got, I got Kentucky winning it. Uh, that was my, uh, if it was been at Missouri, I think I might have picked
1: Missouri. I don't know, but Missouri only lost to the fighting McIlwain's without McIlwain by like 10. 10 points, yeah. I so
3: I would think that Kentucky's probably a better team. What about Vanderbilt, though? Yeah, pretty bad. And then they got to go on the road to Colorado State. Mm-hmm. So we Just had to get some good scene. We had like two of our SEC writers on USA Today Network pick Vandy to win. They all, everyone else went with CSU, including me.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's really tough to say that Vandy's even going to win a game after that display in Week One.
3: So we shall see. That's not the case in Gainesville. No.
1: Definitely not. Um, right now, we are uh, experiencing some technical difficulties back in the uh, the studio. So, no phone calls right now. So, you're stuck listening to uh, the lovely vocals of, of Zach and I. We'll try to humor but, you and do the best we can. But
3: you can email yep. questions in. Tweet at the tailgate if you'd sure. like. If you have to ask something. If you need to get something off your chef, chest to Jeff or I. Yeah. You know. There's plenty of ways to do it. I haven't been, I haven't been listening Every day this week, how much QB talk has there been on your show? Yeah, I mean that's, that's like all anyone wants to talk sure, about. Sure, that's that's the topic. Poor um, Emory Jones, man. Guy waits four years to start, and then he starts. And after the game, everyone's 20. talking about the other guy.
1: <laughs> but I and I think what I've tried to at least tell everyone, and 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 Mullins come out and say it, he's he's going to start Emory. That's the way it's going to be. And and Anthony played what he was supposed to play like the plan was to get him in there let him do some things now he just looked incredible doing those things yeah. so that's why now everybody's enamored by it and you know i, I think we all are but i exact th- to me though i think you know you're um you know you're a hip swagalicious like individual, so you like n- you yeah <laughs> just like 40 years older <laughs> so you know what you know what things are supposed to look like when it looks cool. Oh, it's cool with Yeah, AR-R15. and it's cool with them. So it's just, it, it looks different to me. And I think that's where a lot of fans will probably like, say the same thing. Like when I
3: got home, the first thing my son said was, Did you see Anthony Richardson?
1: Yeah. Like,
3: that's what all anybody wants to talk about. Sure. But they got to understand, like, everybody that wants to see him, you're going to see him anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, Mullen was always planning to play two quarterbacks, and he's been saying that since this summer. Sure. I've been saying that since SEC media days. He said it at the start of fall camp. He even said it back in the spring when everyone was asking him to name Emory the starter coming out of spring camp, and he was like, "I guess." <laughs> but he was like, "I'm I'm preparing two. I have two starters at quarterback, and I don't think like people think he's just talking coach speak when he says that. Like he really feels he has two starters." Like he doesn't look at Anthony like a backup. No, I don't think so. And he just like he doesn't look at, you know, his maybe fourth or fifth wide receiver as a backup, or his second or third running back as a backup. He uses all those guys. Mm -hmm. Loves rotating guys. Like, and it's no different at quarterback than it is at the other offensive skill positions. And that's unless there's just like a huge gap between QB one and QB two, which there's not the case right yeah, now. But that was the case last year.
4: And even then, Emory and still Emory got, still the got in the
3: game. And
1: to obviously, to I think, try to keep him happy and keep him engaged knowing that he's going to need him this year.
3: But as Dan also said, just like, that's part of my development. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to put you in the game as long as you're ready and capable of playing or contributing to the offense, adding something to what we're trying to do in our attack. But, like, now that's Anthony's role. You know what I mean? And it's just, Emory's going to always be the guy that goes out and gets the first crack at it and gets those first series because he's earned it and put in the time. But those, whether it's the third possession, fifth possession, ninth possession, like Emory's, or excuse me, Anthony's gonna get those series. And like you said, it's just, he keeps making the most of it like he did in game one. Yeah, it's going to be
1: hard not to He's have him more out there possessions. More. Sure. You know what I mean? I, and I guess just the one question is, and, and what a lot of people have expressed via email, tweets, and certainly phone calls is, is Dan not going to be able to make the switch? Is that, he going to stick with him like he did Felipe?
3: Ask, ask Tyler Russell. Yeah. Now, that was a situation that was started by Tyler Russell getting a concussion. Now, for those that don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Dan Mullins, first quarterback signing at Mississippi State. Sounds similar? Mm -hmm. First quarterback signing at his school as a head coach. It's like, sounds like somebody else. And that was a guy that had started and won a bunch of games at Mississippi State, had set school records. And then he comes into his senior season, gets a concussion, I think, in the second game. Dak comes in and starts ends up starting seven games that year. And then when Tyler came back, do you think he just got his job back? No, it was two quarterbacks just in the rest of the way. So, but Dan at that time knew what he had in Dak Prescott, despite the loyalty that he probably felt obligated to show to a guy who was his first quarterback signee and had been a starter for multiple years. Emery doesn't even have that. Mm -mm. So I like, I don't think that Dan will be like, that loyal to the point that he's not gonna, you know, play a guy or stick with a guy that's to the detriment of his offense. No way. I mean he's gonna he's yeah, gonna he, do what it takes to
1: win. I, I would agree with that. I, I think he's he's smart enough to understand what it is. And I and I think he even and and I didn't obviously ask him this, but in the subtle ways that I know him now and the way like he communicates and kind of behind the scenes stuff, like I think he understands that He's like, wow, I I got a guy, in Anthony Richardson, but I think he knew he's that from been the dropping summer. Those hints, he has, and that's so, what I wrote this week. Like, yeah,
3: you guys haven't been listening to Dan. Sure. Like, when he comes into a press conference and just offers up unprompted, oh, this guy threw three touchdowns in the scrimmage. Like he's he's dropping a hint there, like because he doesn't single out guys and offer information. And he said that exactly when he gave that scoop. So, it's um. At the same time, though, I think he's confident that Emory is going to be able to handle the job and produce and run the offense. And, like, I, I think there's something to be said about a guy that was still making his first career start and the jitter, jitters that come with that and everything that went to that game. And I don't think enough is being talked about, and we can discuss this more in the second segment, but, like, how he deals with now being the guy that's coming off the bench and you have someone else coming to the game. Before, that was him. Mm -hmm. And he handled that role well because there was no pressure and he only had to run a few plays or a few packages, and, like, that's it. But, like, now, can you handle being in rhythm, in the game, like, and and now getting pulled out, and having to sit and watch? And then, especially if the other guy does well, I don't know how that affects him psychologically.
1: Although I, I did... After the long touchdown run, I oh, was I, pumped. I, I love watching that. Like, is yeah. guys going to support each other? What's going to happen? I mean, you could see Emory sprinting down the sideline with the biggest smile on his face. So I, obviously they get along. There's they no like each other. Yeah, there. not at all.
3: But it also, but it does. Like, there's pressure though. It's added pressure sure. that wouldn't be there if you didn't know that. Like, hey, if I don't produce, it's like that looking over your shoulder thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but but even just regardless of looking over shoulder or being intimidated by somebody else's production, like just simply coming out of the game and then getting put back into the game, maybe everybody can't handle that. Right? Like Kyle Trask did it, and kudos to him for being able to go come in and out and not miss a beat. But like maybe not everybody can do that, or maybe not everybody can do that in their first career start. Mm-hmm. So like you just gotta hope that that gets better and they figure out the right you know the right way to
1: make it work yeah because I mean maybe he didn't expect that maybe he didn't understand obviously the preparation part I think he's even admitted that he didn't do that as well as what he thought I mean it's not a backup role anymore it's like balls of the wall you're doing everything I mean it's when you struggle on a Saturday afternoon baseball game, you better be hitting in the cage that night so you're better for Sunday. So, And I think that's where hopefully he now understands that, and it's a a mindset to say, yeah, I I could do better. I know I can do better, and I'm going to prove that against a really crappy team that I should do better against. And
3: this is not an excuse for throwing the interception, but I will say that I just don't know if after leading the offense on two straight touchdown drives to start the game, if he'd have been in there on the third possession and been down there in the red zone and made that throw in that, like if he would have made that same decision as opposed to coming just fresh into the game, now maybe he would have, but like, so that's again, man, that's something that Dan will have to, you know, figure out and get, get a feel for as, as the season plays out of how to use those guys and interchange them and when a roll with the hot hand. Cause I, I think Anthony is more than capable of finishing off drives. Sure. You know, I, you know, to get into like a situation where you're third and long. Maybe it makes sense to bring Emery in then, but like, you know, I think you can give these guys their own possessions and that was stuff that we used to hear folks calling for Emery. Like they wanted more Emery when you had a Heisman Trophy finalist in there. So it's funny how that's all changed now.
1: Certainly so. All right. We'll uh we'll take our first break. Again, the full lines are down right now. We are live from a uh, Spurrier's gridiron grill. You can come out tonight. If you would like to, Visors is going to be open upstairs. Dan Mullen will be here. So Visors will be open 6 to 8. The, uh, the Coaches Show with Mullen and I will be 7 to 8. But come out. If you have not been here yet, it is a, uh, a really special place. It is absolutely amazing. The weather's perfect right now. Hopefully it stays that way so you can uh, have that opportunity. And then next week, Visors is going to open for good on uh, next Thursday night so it's starting to slowly open up they're gonna get the takeout going they're gonna get a bunch of things working out here at uh, at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill to make it even more of a special place than we already know it but if you want to ask some questions today let's uh, let's use the email machine I think it's that, that big box where you hear like you've got mail I think that's that's how the email stuff works so we'll pull it up We'll uh, get those questions, and we'll talk about whatever you want. That email address is thetailgate, WRUF, at gmail.com. We'll be right back. Zach and Jeff here live from Spurriers.
2: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, one FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
5: Good afternoon. I'm Matt Rothman. Tom Brady and the defending Super Bowl champions are back and will kick off the 2021-22 football season with a matchup against the Dallas Cowboys. The Buccaneers are coming off their second championship in 2020. Tune in tonight at 8 o'clock. The Florida Gators women's soccer team looks to make it two in a row when they host number 2-ranked North Carolina. The Gators defeated FGCU 1-0 on Sunday in the rain to pick up their first win of the season. Game time is set for 7 as these teams meet for the 10th time. Veteran Etuan Moore is making his return to the Orlando Magic after signing a one-year deal worth $2.4 million. Moore played 154 games with the Magic and most recently was a part of the Phoenix Suns in their journey to an NBA Finals. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN
2: 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
6: Gator Nation, I've got a cool announcement for you. This is Jameel from the Mealy Pop Shop here in Gainesville, and I've been working on something very special for our state, the great state of Florida. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd to the 5th, we are hosting Collectors' Con. It's going to be a very special convention for all types of collectors. We're going to have sports cards, sports memorabilia, comic books, Pokemon cards, Funko Pops, as well as many autograph signers. These include Wander Franco, you know, from the Tampa Bay Rays. It's actually going to be his first official public signing, as well as Antonio Brown from the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucs. Visit our website, www.collectors-con.com for ticket information. Follow us on Instagram as well at collectors underscore con. You can also win tickets for this event on the tailgate. So listen to Jeff and Pat over the next couple weeks. Don't forget the dates. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd through 5th at the Tampa Bay Convention Center, Collectors Con 2021.
1: cheese oh, has been around hundreds of years, too.
7: Uh, what do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger, made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow,
1: this is a good debate.
7: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra, limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins.
1: This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Melden of Melden Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games.
8: That's right, Jeff. Melden Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator Games. Go to meldenlaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game.
1: You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to meldenlaw.com or the Melden Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Melden Law is the firm for you.
9: When fun finally returns, Bud Light legends don't just come back. They come roaring back. Carrying a cooler full of Bud Lights, an inflatable dolphin, and those Velcro pads with the balls that stick to them. And this summer, with a cooler at their side, they're going to make up for all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. It's time to take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly 2021 AB Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
2: Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
10: And on
2: your phone with the WRUF radio app.
10: I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators.
3: Welcome back into the tailgate. Zach and Jeff here coming to you live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. And I'm about ready to bust open one of these menus. i got to get a new dish this time. Yeah. Got the burger with the 11 stamped on it. That was sweet. On my first trip here. So, I mean, you've, you've had a chance to explore that menu now.
1: I have. Um I mean, mainly been eaten upstairs, though, with the light appetizers and things like ah, that. But, okay. yeah, the uh, the shrimp is phenomenal here. The uh, the short ribs, probably the best thing I've ever had. Ooh, we, got a, we got a rib fan over here. Scrumptially umptious. So you will uh, enjoy it for sure. And you might be enjoying uh, our voices when we can talk to you. Because I think the phone lines have been fixed. So if you want to try to call now, you can. 392-8255. Will said it's working. So if it's not, we'll blame Will but he has done a uh, a marvelous job scrambling to get us ready and get us going at least to uh, to have I that. I
3: mean you were fidgeting with some wires over there. I was.
1: Too. I mean I just start kicking crap and it usually works. <laughs> yes. Makes it work. Although I need to do that better to my uh my internet out in the country. What you'll know this pretty soon is not the greatest, man. We got to figure something out with that. I'm
3: we're okay. Knock on wood. <laughs> I, but I but see when I move to my permanent spot, I yeah. don't know. What it's going to be like out there? I mean, you just roll the dice, crapshoot.
1: <laughs> we yeah, uh, we got a new company like a satellite internet, and it's not the greatest. And Austin can't play like his Fortnite or MLB, and because it's but glitching, see, so it's you bad. guys
3: are like in the woods. Yeah, you're I'm more like,
1: neighborhoodish. Yes. When so
3: it's also you're, I'm 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 hoping that I
1: just wanted to be in the woods so I could pee where nobody sees me. You just roll right out there, and you just.
3: Pull it down, look, look at the look right? at them shaking their heads. heck,
1: yeah, that's the greatest part about living in the country. that
3: was my number one reason for when to go in exactly. my boys would make fun of me, like why are you always saying that no when when you walk when you walk out, take the dogs
1: out about ten thirty it's pitch black, you see stars everywhere, and you just go ahead, you gotta go, nobody can see you. <laughs> Saves, saves money on water. That's right. Don't have to flush the toilet all the time. All right, before we get to uh, some calls as they come in, let's. Uh, we got an email from from Jim. He goes, hey, Zach, how much do you miss the cattleman? And what do you think about the Tennessee versus Pittsburgh game? He, Pitt. Pitt? Pitt. Really?
3: Hell yeah.
1: I got to change my pick then. I pick Tennessee. I'm
3: going Pitt, baby. I'm trusting Vegas. You
1: know, Pitt's what, a three-point favorite, I
3: think?
4: Three and a
1: half. Okay. So, we'll see. If I have a feeling that the fighting I, Josh I also will be ready.
3: I, I was not sure on East Carolina, South Carolina. East Carolina's favored, and like if, I feel like they should beat a team that's got the quarterback that South Carolina's got starting for it. But who knows? Yeah. So SEC talent.
1: Yeah, you would think. That's what I would go with. But I,
3: I pick South Carolina. So they're not too. let me
1: down. He says he's going to call if the uh, the phone lines get figured out. But he says he's. Getting ready to walk. Double C Ranch. Double C Ranch. Said read that part twice. I don't know what that means, but we did it. Read
3: it twice. Shows you I can read, right? (laughs) Did you see that nasty edit that Alabama put out after beating Miami? Uh Uh-uh. It was like them celebrating one of their touchdowns in the end zone, and the caption on the edit said, it's all about the W. (laughs) That's
8: awesome. I mean, what a
1: burn. Yeah, anytime you can crush Miami, I'll take it. That's what it's all about. Yeah, man. Um, Greg emails in, says, did DeJuan Black get any playing time last week? I don't think he did. He did not get in the game.
3: Uh, And, you know, it's interesting. uh, Andrew Chatfield was not listed in the participation chart. Mm -hmm. But Mullen said that he played on Saturday. So a guy that's still with the team despite... Uh, his announcement last week. Yeah,
1: getting the transfer portal, and,
3: and for well, those, that... say he's got nowhere to go right yeah. now.
1: So I mean, that's why. Yeah, it, so that's why. Wouldn't you just stay and want to play, or
3: why would, or or, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess the, the sooner you announce it, the more the people, you know, the sooner that people know that you're on the market, basically. But yeah, I mean, I that that, that does that. I mean, I don't I hate to say this, but like, does that not affect the coach's thinking into how they go about playing him.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it would. I mean if you if you if you're, if you're, if you're if not you're, like, committed to being, being here, here like I'm yeah. not going I'm not going to
3: give you as much reps. I know. Or or, or it's the opposite, do you try to get keep him involved and keep him in the rotation so that he stays. Who knows? Fine line. I I think you just Right like, though, a, but that's like yeah. a
1: tough like a coach would be able to gauge though, I think if he checked out I mean, just run him in there one play if he, but checked he out or not. It? Like
3: even if he's coming and being committed at practice, yeah. you still know that he's walking out of the door at the end. You're like, why not put another guy like Antoine Powell mm-hmm. in and develop one of your younger players that's going to be here in 2022? Yeah. So that's, a, but that's like a new stuff problem that a coach has to consider and deal with now. That like before, a player probably would just kept that to himself until the season ends. Mm-hmm. And then announce, not now. Nope. Not the case. All right, we got some phone calls. Let's
1: uh, jump out to them and try to snag Rob here on the tailgate. Hey, Rob, welcome.
11: Fellas, it's great to hear you guys have surfaced and everything's good. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And you got the main man, Zach, that I needed to talk to. Zach, I'm talking talking recruits right here. Now, you tell me this. You You put that talent that Georgia has, them recruits, you put him under Dan Mullen. You don't think that man dominates Clemson, So you don't think that 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 what well, what what Mullen is doing. Mullen gets more out of talent. Kirby does not get anything. He doesn't do anything with the talent that he gets. I mean, yeah, I mean Mullen's
3: offense. Mullen's offense with Georgia's players would have scored more than three points against Clemson.
11: <laughs> yes, yes, and that's what I'm talking about. We don't we don't have the recruit in there. But it's amazing what Mullen does get out of the players that we do have, and how he puts them at the level of Georgia when Georgia should have. I, they just he doesn't know how to use his talent. And I think even if you put the Texas A&M, you give Jimbo Fisher some of that talent. He's gonna beat Bama. I mean, it just goes to show you. And, I, and I'm a firm believer in this that if you're gonna be a coach here in this day and age, defensive minded coaches. Yeah, Saban might be an exception. But the majority of the time, if you don't have an offensive genius coaching that side of the ball, knowing what the hell he's doing, it's going to be a struggle. And, I mean, with all that talent Georgia had, it just, to me, it, it boggles the mind. They couldn't even put a score or a touchdown.
1: Well, and remember, Rob, Sabin was that way. Remember the 9 the 6 LSU game. And we're all thinking he's never going to change, it's going to be stubborn. And then he finally understood that this day and age and, and the way football is, you've got to be able to open it up and boom, they did and now they win every single year. Wayne so Kiffin. and it's it's fascinating to see that Kirby hasn't done that yet because I agree. And maybe the good thing we see, Rob, and, and Zach would know this from a recruiting standpoint, you know, obviously Kirby's saying something or they're buying them. They're they're doing something to get all the players there. Whatever it is, fine. But you're yeah, also gonna get to a point where Okay, I've got all these talented guys like Rob's saying, but we never win anything. So if you're a recruit, why are you going to continue to go there?
3: Yeah, because yeah, now I mean, you have the
1: NIL it. and people can do it legally in other places. So I think that's going to slack off, and people are going to understand, especially if it doesn't happen this year with that talent that Kirby Smart isn't a good and head I'll tell coach. You what
3: man? With the fact that they beat Clemson now, that's just going to create even more hype around that sure. team. Sure. And and give them credit, because I didn't have them winning that game, but, you know, it was not an impressive offensive performance from them. Nope.
11: No, and then you look at it as far as Clemson, how they offensively, how they took a dump. I mean, it, it, it tells you that, you know, seasons evolve during the season. Players get better during the season. Coaches coach better during the seasons when they see the product and they see how their players react to playing in a football game. So I am totally confident in the fact that the certain in the fact that Emory's going to get it together and he's going to win us a lot of ball games. But Zach, you are so right. We have we have a James Tony right there at at AR fifteen that Mullins genius is going to put that kid in positions where he's going to make huge plays for Florida this year. The only thing I'm concerned with is health. We need to stay healthy, but I think this team's going to grow under Mullen, and we're going to see improvement week after week. We have to improve this week tremendously and then be geared up to compete with Alabama. But I will put Mullen up against any coach in the SEC, guys. Y'all have a good one.
1: All right, Rob, thank you. I mean, I would I would say the same thing. To, to do what he did at Mississippi State
3: with lesser
1: talent, certainly. Well, we
3: know it's – and obviously you can talk to him about this tonight, but Saturday's a big day for him. Mm-hmm could be 100. 100. I mean, to be at 99 wins as an SEC head coach for every one of those years, and nine of them were at Mississippi State, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're at 100 wins, not bad. Like, not a lot of SEC coaches last that long and last at schools like that and make it to 100 wins into yeah. their next program. You know, they go to Mississippi State or school like that and – that's their one and only time that they get an opportunity to be a head coach. Yeah, because they show that they're not
1: that good and because they can't win with the players they have, and then they just kind of fizzle out. So, yeah, to give them credit, certainly, for being able to do that. Let's get uh, Steve to join us next. Steve, welcome.
12: Hey. Hey, how y'all doing this afternoon? Good. I had to get my DraftKings picks in, but before I talk about the NFL, I just want all the Gator fans to take a deep breath, pump the brakes, They pay Dan Mullen to win games. He's not going to put the worst quarterback out there. He's going to put the best quarterback out there. (laughs) Whoever it is, it'll be all right. (laughs) That's usually the way it should be. (laughs) It'll be all right. (laughs) No panic yet.
3: (laughs) And if any, it'll be more than all right. It's going to be fun.
12: It'll be fun. Yeah. He's going to put the best quarterback out there, and, and that's the way it's going to be. I had to get my draft pick team's in for the playoffs, for the NFL right. playoffs. And uh tell me if you think I'm crazy. I got the 49ers, Green Bay, New Orleans, and Washington winning the divisions with Tampa, Los Angeles Rams, and Seattle as the wild card teams. And I got the Chiefs, the Browns, and Buffalo winning the – and Tennessee winning the AFC divisions – with New England and Miami and Pittsburgh as the wild-card teams. Pretty good.
1: I mean, I don't think there's any way, well, maybe because you're you a biased Florida State guy, but Jameis Winston's not winning that division. The, the Bucs are winning that division. So
12: I, I think that think would so. be
1: one change I would certainly make. You know,
12: you know, Jameis only, he threw 30 interceptions, you know, that year under Bruce Arian where it was, risk it or no biscuit as Chris Sims said. Hmm. And, you know, his his interception totals were down in the teens. And he's always thrown a high number of touchdown passes. Yeah. And I think I think now that he's got Peyton to throttle him back a little bit, uh, and they can go down the field deep. And they beat Tampa twice last year. Um I think New Orleans will win that division. I think I'm, I'm sure Temple will make the playoffs, but I you know, think New Orleans. I'll bet you I'll bet division. you
1: five dollars that the Bucks win the division. How about that?
12: That's a deal. I got what's well, bet?
1: Got you. All right. All right. That, that'll buy me a beer, Steve. I'll take it.
12: That'll buy you, or yeah, that'll buy a beer.
1: Oh hey! On, oh Thursday nights at Ironwood, they give me two beers, buy one and get one
12: free. That's right. Or. You'll be there on Thursday nights in the springtime you'll be playing golf then, right? That's right. You won't have so many jobs going on.
1: Although the the spring for me is probably even busier than the fall, so that's probably not right. No yeah, well, off season, well, yeah. I'll catch no off you, season or you to me one of the other. All right, Steve, thank you buddy. All right. All right, let's uh let's get a break. We'll come back. We've got more calls coming in, so we will take them here on The Tailgate, powered by Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet.
2: From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Jeff Cardozo here. We all strive for quality in the things we do. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. So now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for the past three decades from the crew at Quality Plumbing. Now, you can spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. And they've been doing it a long time, the original Quality Plumber since 1985. Quality Plumbing, their name says it all. BILL Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you've probably got the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But one visit to Oaks Jewelry will get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality, fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just what. All the compliments you're going to get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. Proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is a one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. So check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in north central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it, and thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat DuLias and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly, and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from Train. And even though they are Train Comfort Specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by Train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there, and the repair services are as fast as. My a fastball was back in the day and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong with my new train variable speed system the temperature has evened up throughout the house there is much lower humidity and the unit is even generator friendly if need be so if you need your ac unit looked at call crystal air at three 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 zero four six zero because they are not comfortable until you are
2: from the uf weather center here is your w r u f weather update
13: a weak front is sliding through in the wake of what was Tropical Storm Mindy. That should dry us out a bit by this evening and overnight. Lows in the low to mid-70s. I think most areas from Gainesville North will be dry Friday, but there still could be some strong thunderstorms that develop in the afternoon hours, especially in Marion County and points east and south. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Good chances for thunderstorms linger Saturday. We dry out a bit more on Sunday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Jeff Hoffman.
2: Keyshawn, J.
11: Will, and Max.
2: Jalen Hurts. Jalen, thank you for joining us today.
11: Let me ask you this question and give me the real now. Is it Boomer Sooner or is it Roll Tide? <laughs> Come on now. Hey, Jalen, no I've one's bailing done. you. No, no I, one's I, bailing I you them, out. I tell them Roll Sooner. that's what I tell them. I keep it fly
14: like that. <laughs> oh, roll Sooners, okay.
2: Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back,
1: Jeff and Zach Alberti, here with you. We are live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It is a uh, very pleasant Thursday afternoon. We're excited to be here, like we are every single Thursday. And if you again, if you have not made it by yet, phenomenal place. Encourage you to uh, make this a part of something. Get the opportunity. If you're out of town, get online, make a reservation, and get your asses in here. It is uh, that good. All right. Football season it is Back to the phones we go Matt
15: is ready to chat up next. Hey Matt the bars. Hey guys, A couple things. One, you guys are talking about recruiting and what it's going to take to get there and you know my uh, we've gone over this before. I just wish we would increase the budget or more emphasis on recruiting. I know i I know that they're building facilities and all of that, and I 'm sure probably there will be an increase in the recruiting budget, but i think I think we need some like some dogs or something you know somebody you know on the staff, you need to get some guys that can go in and close and really, really put a heavier emphasis on recruiting because I mean there's a lot of guys that are out there that you know we're not even going at but, at but- all. And as far as the know.
3: recruiting budget, man, I just want to chime in, only because we got some clarification on this. Because are you talking about them spending like what Georgia's spending?
15: I mean, if that's what it takes.
3: So the only the only thing with that, because I want to say that Georgia led the SEC last year in terms of the most money that they spent on their recruiting department. They did, and it was a million dollars more than Florida. And it's funny because I'm here today for Pat because he's with Greg McGarrity. Mm-hmm. Scott Strickland came on the show with Steve Russell, and I don't know if you caught this, Matt, but he said that, uh, basically explained the discrepancy there in the recruiting budgets between Florida and Georgia because he said that Greg McGarrity told him, the, who worked at in the athletic director's office at Florida, McGarrity told Strickland that The reason why we have such a high recruiting budget is because we don't own our own planes. So everywhere that our coaches fly, we have to charter it. And over the course of the year, that's like almost a million-dollar expense. And at UF, Florida doesn't have to pay for any chartering for any of their recruiting flights. They have their own plane to take. So that is one thing that Strickland pointed out that I thought was um, interesting to note now that that doesn't mean that Florida can't do more um, but but that's yeah. why there is such a huge budget for Georgia as compared to a school like Florida
15: it just seems like there's a big gap there somehow we need to bridge that there's no excuse we have the money we have the location and you know I just it I, I just wish we would just put more of an emphasis on recruiting and, and, and where we do that. I don't know. I mean, you're yeah. clearly more, you know, in the know of that, but there's no, No, I hear, there. and, and I Why. mean, I,
3: I will say Matt, he, he's Dan. When I say he, Dan Mullen has done so much to, mm-hmm. to just, you know, throw everything at the wall, right? See mm-hmm. what sticks, see what makes a difference. I mean, he's revamped his recruiting staff. He's, bolstered his creative media staff like yep. mm-hmm. um they've done so many things from that aspect they they definitely um you know they definitely you can't say that they you know they don't have enough people on staff recruiting these kids and contacting these kids and reaching out to these kids because it seems like a lot of the ones that you know we hear from they say Florida is one of the schools that recruits them the hardest so that's something mm-hmm. that you want to hear um,
15: well, then you just hear things like Major Wright's brother. How'd he end up at Alabama?
3: Well, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I I, I don't know what all went into that recruitment there, but, you know, mm-hmm. not every sibling's going to fall in the footsteps of his uh, uh, brother. I mean, you got Evan McPherson's younger brother. He's going to Auburn, you know.
15: Yeah. It just it makes you wonder, but that's not really the main reason why I called. I do want to talk about Alabama, because let's not even bother with these USF. But I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, how are we going to beat Alabama? And I'm, I'm thinking, how is it going to happen?
5: Mm-hmm.
15: And I'm not – I mean, look, the quarterback thing is going to be what it is. I think Dan's going to end up treating that position like he does, say, the DBs or any other position. He's just going to rotate them in and kind of do that. But how how can we beat Alabama? And I think we're going to have to play really, really good. I think Alabama's probably going to have to have some mistakes, but the bare bones of it. And I started thinking, and I think we're going to have to beat them, kind of like Muschamp would try to beat them. I think we're going to have to control the clock, and I think we're going to have to run the ball and really just wear them down. And and I think we have the horses to do that easier than we would be trying to get in a shootout. Because I don't think Anthony or Emery can – out throw that quarterback. I don't. Yeah. I don't think we have the receivers to do that. But I do think that we have the ground game, and I think we have enough of an air game where we can throw the ball. But I just think it's going to be a time of possession. We're going to have to play extremely physical. But anyway, I just I think that's how we can beat Alabama. And when I, once I started thinking about that, I was thinking. I kind of like our chances a little bit more thinking of it that way. But anyway, I just kind of wanted to get y'all's thoughts, and then I'll hang up and listen. Talk to you guys later.
1: Okay, Matt, thank you. Um, Yeah, I I would agree with that, just knowing that there's no way you can get in a shootout with those types of guys. And I think that's my concern is if all of a sudden Emory starts and it's the same Emory that we saw in week one, and now all of a sudden you, you make a turnover or a boneheaded mistake and you do something wrong and you're a couple of touchdowns down, then there's no way you're going to be able to come back from that. But then you also, I mean, think about when only times that Alabama's been challenged over the years, it seems like. It's those shootout types of games where it's a, a spread them out, throw it all over the place, like we saw Florida do last year in the SC Championship, and certainly what we saw Ole Miss do them, yep. do them to them, them last year. So um, I, I don't know. They'll, they'll do a good job of trying to figure it out understand I mean Alabama's so disciplined with everything that they do you know that Nick Saban is going to especially if they, if Florida isn't good in the passing game this week you know what he's going to do is stack the the entire box force the Gators to do that and then you're going to have to figure something else out but that's where Dan Mullen then needs to make his money he's going to have to make it look like it's going to be a a pass and or a run and mix it up just kind of go against the, the it's almost like pitch backwards that that I say in baseball, you know, when you're expecting a fastball, throw a curveball, and vice versa. I mean, He's going to have to do a good job of coaching.
3: And Alabama can't go up 27 nothing. No. So, like, what he said about Alabama making mistakes and that young quarterback and those offensive players who have not played in a stadium with 90,000 opposing fans – making as much noise as they can since 2019. And then a lot of those guys that played for Alabama, them are no longer on the team. It's like you have to hope that that environment for the first time in a long time could potentially rattle Bryce young and that in that team. And like if, if that throws them off and then if obviously if the pressure that Florida can generate in the front seven forces Bryce young into some bad throws and bad decisions, like to me, Like, that's where Florida's going to have a shot is is having Alabama not be at the point where they can put up 50 on you like they did in the SEC championship game. Like, your defense is going to have to make some plays. Make a pick six or, you know, or just, you know, get a turnover where you're putting the offense uh, in a money spot. So, and then obviously, yeah, you're going to have to be able to hit some plays and unveil some things that we haven't never seen with Emory Jones that we've never seen with Anthony Richardson. Some, certainly some, I think some packages where you're going to have Anthony let it loose. Whereas he's just been running so far and it's probably going to run the majority of the time on Saturday. But there's so many things within their playbook that we did not see Saturday and we won't see this weekend again, like stuff with Jacob Copeland, things with the tight ends, a lot of like there was hardly like any motioning in the backfield going on. I mean, there's nothing. So, that's the other thing, and I've talked about it before, is, um, you know, when Florida played Alabama last year, Nick Saban and that staff had two years of tape on Kyle Trask and that offense, and knew every tendency and, and what they, you know, were going to do, and, and every different way that they've tried to attack a defense. That's not the case this time. You're, you're getting a staff and Nick Saban and his coaches that are having to prepare for Florida offense that... Has a bunch of new starters that they haven't seen a lot on film from. So that's an ad- advantage, Florida, that is another thing I think, you know, to his call that that's how Florida can beat them is just being able to catch them off guard with stuff that they're not ready for and won't be ready for. Yeah, to me, that's where they're going to have to
2: win. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. There we go.
1: That's um, trending. Well, we, I, that means we need to go to break, so let's uh, let's do that. We'll talk uh, about this when we finish up our number one here on the tailgate.
5: Boys Tonight at 8 o'clock, this will be Brady's first appearance as winning his seventh Super Bowl. Tune in for live coverage. The Florida Gators soccer team will return to the field after winning their first game of the year on Sunday against FGCU one to nothing. Florida will play North Carolina, who currently rank number two in the nation. This will be the 10th all-time meeting as Florida is 4-4-1 against the Tar Heels. In the NBA, free agent Ichuan Moore is returning to the Orlando Magic for his second stint after playing 154 games from 2012 to 2014. The 32-year-old veteran signed a one-year deal worth $2.4 million after averaging five points with the Phoenix Suns last year. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Rothman. ESPN
2: 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF
1: Big Mills is a small place with a big taste.
16: IDC's All Takori Weekend is here. This weekend, your best opportunity to experience the magic of Takori with exciting incentives. Takori is the brand above all brands in bridal and fashion. Handcrafted in California by true artisans, Takori sets the standard. IDC's flying in the entire Takori collection for this three day event, including all new, never seen before designs with stunning beauty from every angle. And if you purchase any Takori engagement ring at this event, you'll get 36 months zero interest financing plus a $500 gift card on us. Buy the matching band and get another $500. Buy his band and get another $500. $1,500 total. And while you're here, you can match that perfect ring with the most exquisite diamond the world has to offer as idc opens up the vault showcasing our largest gia and forever mark diamond selection ever don't miss this spectacular and unprecedented three-day event international diamond centers all to weekend friday saturday and sunday only at idc at celebration point on approved credit
0: football season is here it's time to let electronics world upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this season hi this is tom collett score big with a new sony 4k ultra hd tv or a custom designed professionally installed home theater room from electronics world the winning team at ew can put you right on the 50 yard line in your own home Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I 75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. Welcome to the swap.
9: Buddy, that's the place. Yes, indeed.
10: It's an inside, inside asylum.
9: asylum!
2: The Gators trek down I 75 to face the USF Bulls.
10: TikTok's in! Oh
2: Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central with pregame coverage starting at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central, right here on
0: your home for Florida Gators football.
2: We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
17: This
0: is Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen, and you're listening to the tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators.
1: must be getting closer to dinner time because the place is starting to hop a little bit. And it'll certainly be doing that at 7 o'clock when Dan Mullen will be here for his coach's show. We are here all the way till 6. Jeff Cardozo, Zach Albaverde, and we'll get one call to finish up this first hour here on the tailgate. It is Britt joining us next. Hey, Britt.
18: Hey, how are you? Dandy. Good, good. Hey, I, I've got a, a, a little observation for you i believe that the falcons are going to do something this year that's never been done before
17: they're gonna lose
18: 16 games and win one
1: Hmm. well that was the jags last year well i guess there was only 15 but um no they 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 better not because Pitts is on that team and Calvin Ridley well, and Frank. Yeah, got some, but uh, some uh, firepower. This
18: is great. It's going to be great. But I just don't think they have any heart anymore until they get another quarterback that will come in there with piss and vinegar and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. I understand Matt Ryan as, as an MVP, he's a great guy. And. I just think it's time to move on. I thought we would last year. I honestly thought that maybe we would even trade up enough to get Kyle Kyle Trask and have him work behind Matt for a year. But I just don't think they have the heart to win right now. I don't know. I mean, they got a brand-new coach, brand-new everything. But look how they've looked in in the preseason. They're terrible. And I, you know, lost Alex Mack. They don't have a center. Who's going to protect Matt Ryan? You know, and, and he's so old now that he's not going to be getting around as much as he used to. So go ahead and count some more sacks this year. And I, I just think that they'll finish far enough down that we end up with a good enough draft pick to take a quarterback next time.
1: Well, then, I mean, at least. That that's the the good news of it then because yeah I mean the obviously they're not going to win because, a championship I mean, I right now and they them. need to rebuild <laughs> and I'm not sure if, Franks is the guy to be able to <laughs> hey inevitably now, hey do that now, we don't know. so you hope that they they do stink enough and see what what the Jags did and be able to get a Trevor Lawrence type guy and see what happens,
18: uh, and, and you know that, that they have a tradition in Atlanta. I mean I'm they 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 were. Winners, they have been winners, and look what the Hawks and the Braves are doing with very little. And the, the Hawks, my goodness, their draft—they've—they've they've just putting themselves into a position to be a really good team without going out and spending Durant money or mm. or Kyrie Irving money or whatever. You know, I—I I mean, I think we do need the Hawks do need a big guy in the center that can can push people around and that might help a little too but as far as the falcons go i'm going to pull for them every time because i'm a falcons fan i always have been always will be Love matt ryan too but i just don't i think already before the season starts i think tanks go. <laughs>
1: maybe so all right Brett, we got to hit this top of the hour break appreciate the phone call thank you guys
18: have a nice night
1: all right, we uh, we will. We're having a nice time hanging out at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. We'll uh, step aside, come back, get a whole another hour of sports chatter. You are listening to the Tailgate here on ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, W R U F. W
2: R U F Gainesville u 251 cg The best new cars make the best used cars
10: That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest later model pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95 Everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties, and all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better than new car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone, so why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like-new, car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online and at
0: GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Now you can get smarter free checking that pays you early, pays you often, and pays you more at Radiant Credit Union. With Radiant's free checking account, you can get your paycheck, retirement check, or other benefits check up to 24 hours early with direct deposit to your Radiant checking account. Radiant also pays you often with our exclusive nickelback rewards, earning you a nickelback on your Visa debit card with signature purchases. And Radiant pays more with our special Even Up savings account. That earns you up to 4% annual percentage rate, up to $4,000 on your spare change from your debit card transactions. So what are you waiting for? You deserve to get paid early, paid often, and paid more because you're a Radiant Credit Union member. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening up your new free checking account today and start getting paid early, often, and more right away. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Rates are current as of August 24, 2021.
1: Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better, but if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best Contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri
8: this is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon, and if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Melden Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldenLaw.com or visit Melden Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play.
0: This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley
2: is on the air. Quiet on the set. Roll, sound, action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392 Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot, and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat.
1: All right, we welcome you back. Hour two of the tailgate gets going right now. Jeff Cardozo here with you. Zach Albaverde. Alongside, we are live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Five o'clock, that means if you got there at nine this morning to work, then... It's quitting time, so come on over here. Have some fun. Enjoy the uh, the fine beverages. I have seen over the last five minutes two different couples wearing North Carolina shirts walk in. The, uh, the Tar Heels are in town playing soccer tonight, so I guess they're coming in for an early meal, and then we'll head over to uh, Soccer Complex. North Carolina's good at soccer. They're second in the country, so that'll be a tough one tonight for... Lady Gators soccer team, but we'll see if they can get a a big win for uh, for Tony Amato in year one there. Of course, we know that uh, the Gators are going to win this week against South Florida. They'll head down to Tampa tomorrow, a a South Florida team that lost 45-zip to uh, NC State, and they have not fared well against major opponents of late. They're getting absolutely destroyed. So this is a game to me where Florida now needs to just take care of Florida. Don't worry about... What uh, the other side's gonna do. Obviously you gotta watch film and you gotta do some things, but an opportunity now to, to work out some of the kinks, figure out some of the things that you need to get better on heading into to Alabama next week, because as we all know, that's the important one and that's gonna be absolutely ginormous. So we'll see how the Gators handle it, but hopefully go do your thing, get Emory more confidence, get him comfortable throwing the football, complete some passes, make sure you hit some of those slants with Whittemore running over the, uh, the middle of the field don't throw it behind him, don't throw it low and outside,
3: like that, and that's, I mean be
1: a strike thrower like I was back in the day
3: that to me is the biggest thing they got to get out of this game, yeah like, like there's those fans that want to see more of Richardson and you'll see him Saturday, but like they priority number one is to get emory confident I want more Emory in this game, yeah, more like, than anything he needs to i mean yes, you'll probably have a possession or two where you might see. Anthony for like a whole possession or a whole or just a few plays in the first half, but for the majority of that time, I think you need Emory to go out there and lead lead the offense on three or four touchdown drives, build a sizable lead, not turn over the ball, mm-hmm. you know, and just play some clean football to where he can come out of that game feeling good about his performance and and, and feeling good going into Bama week.
1: All right, always feel good when we get to talk to the cattlemen. So let's start off the second hour by doing that. Mike, welcome to the tailgate.
14: Where you been, Zachy? You been missing me?
1: <laughs> you know it, Catalan.
14: <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, first off I was gonna ask about duels. I, so he's rubbing shoulders with the big wigs today.
1: Yeah, he's over at the uh the, the Gator Bowl doing some stuff.
14: Oh, uh, okay. I thought he might be upstairs at Visor's Lounge eating that swordfish steak on uh uh McGarrity's, uh credit card. <laughs>
1: He's doing something on McGarity's credit card. There ain't no doubt about that. Yeah. <laughs>
14: hey, McGarity's—I'm uh, sure McGarity's not paying for it either. You know, Zach. These coaches never pay for anything, don't you?
10: Well, yeah.
14: Hey, 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 coach. Thanks for coming to our restaurant. They never give him a check.
1: Although that is cattleman, it's actually a, a fact. And I and I talked to the the guys that led this group here for Spurriers. That's the big reason why some of these bigger places go out of business when you're trying to do that because all the coaches walk in or, you know, former players or that, and they just expect to to not pay for any food. So they're they're going (laughs) to be a little stingy. Get get them to pay for some stuff.
14: Yeah. Well, we all like a free meal, but these coaches get a little addicted to it, I think. Hey, uh, Zach, I want to start with you a little bit. i got a question about the Alabama game and about the Florida quarterback situation. Okay. Um, Okay. Okay. you know, let's go back – let's think about something in the schedule that we don't talk about a lot. Who starts out 0-1 every year in the SEC East? Tennessee? Yeah, and why would that be?
3: Because
1: they
14: – Third Saturday in October, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like Butch Jones, I believe, that clown – I mean, Tennessee's hired bad coaches, of course, and all that, but – You boys had not seen Alabama. Uh, Georgia and and Florida somehow conveniently don't see Alabama in the regular season. Tennessee sees Alabama every year. That's the way it works. You know, teams' programs come ebb and flow, however you want to term it. But I believe there were two years where y'all were snickering at Bush Jones when y'all were throwing those fourth down Hail Marys on him, by the way. He got beat out of the uh, SEC championship game because of that Alabama game every year.
1: Yeah, I mean Florida still gets LSU. I mean Georgia's.
14: <laughs> that's not com- Nick I've been there, Jeff. Come on now. But it's still dream? a, a the team that
1: just won a national title a couple of years ago.
14: Yeah, but no, 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 no. I'm, with, but what I'm saying here is, you know, that's the way it goes. Not grappin' about the schedule. You know, I don't. I don't goals. think
1: it's fair. I think it's. Hey, I think hey, it's hey, awful. Cocktail
14: party. Cocktail parties, great. You know, Southern football, the rivalries. I get it. Cocktail party, all that. And, and I
3: think they should have the Alabama-Tennessee rivalry every year. It's just other teams should play Alabama more often.
14: Well, yeah, and hopefully they're going to figure that out with expansion and everything. But, you know, people up here love the game, by the way. Nobody up here is wanting to kill the game. But think about it. Nick Saban got hired at Alabama in, what, 05, 06, 07, 08, whenever it was?
3: Yeah, 06.
14: Okay. That's what? Shit. Crap. 14, 15 times Tennessee's played Nick Saban in Florida. had not played him once in the regular season. Back oh, off and regular think about season, that first. No, Florida's
3: played them more than once.
14: No, in the, how many times has Florida played Nick Saban in the regular season?
3: they played them twice.
14: Twice in 15 years. You'll be right. Well, it, not, not so surprising why Tennessee's been in the toilet. All of a sudden, if you back off and look at that, isn't it? Outside well, again, of high bad coaches, uh, As Jeff said, Florida's uh, been, been playing if Florida had played, a of years where they ma-
3: were winning the championship. I, I,
14: I, I guess, Zach, you're a bait rider. Think about that. You probably, it's probably never crossed your mind. Think about if, if Florida had po- played uh, Nick Saban 13, 14 times instead of twice in the regular season. Where would Florida's football program be?
1: Still in the same spot. Florida not yeah, won an, yeah, an SEC title since 08, so it's irrelevant.
14: Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying here, guys, is, you know,
1: No, you're just trying to stir up crap again, Cattleman. It's a bunch of BS. Tennessee sucks anyway. So one loss to Alabama is is not going to make them get to the SEC championship game. What what about the other three or four losses they're getting every single year? It
10: makes absolutely no difference whatsoever. It's
1: not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. I agree that it's not fair, but guess what? That's life. That's the way it's going to
14: be. So shut up and stop. Dealing with a BS and hang up on him, Will. Imagine, imagine hang if Boston Will. Off the ACC every year. Hang up on him, Will. Thank You're a you. moron.
1: Hang up on him, Will. Thank you.
3: <laughs> Jeff's not with the pot stirring today.
1: I mean, it's just it's it's stupid. It, it's not like that's their only loss, and that's preventing them from going to Atlanta every year. They suck.
3: And Plain it, and, and simple. It, it, and, again, like you said, Florida hadn't won anything in that time frame. So, it wasn't like yeah. the Gators lucked out by dodging Bama those years. Correct. So, and, it, yeah, if Florida had Bama as a permanent Georgia didn't opponent, play anybody. You know, that's why it sucks to be a ball, I guess. I guess. You got Alabama as a permanent opponent. You know,
1: I, I don't think it's fair. I, I agree with that. I, I don't think it's right. I think you need to rotate everybody through. And and that's hey, why and if it's plenty
3: of Florida folks that have complained about LSU and they've been the permanent thing especially when they've been sure they at have. their best um, but I don't for the, for any fans that do complain I think there's more fans that want to see that rivalry kept especially after the last few years and how intensified it's gotten um, but Alabama should play Tennessee every year cuz that's tradition but Alabama should also play more teams in the SEC, and I think everyone wants to see that.
1: But, I mean, I don't know. I, the the tradition thing's not...
3: Like, I don't I don't think... I think Florida should have played Bama more than twice. Yeah,
1: I, and that's why I think that with the pods and when these other teams are coming in, it's going to be more fair. But if you have just an East and a West, and it's now, you know, eight of your games, you're playing your East, and now you're playing, like, one West team, and that's it? That's just stupid. It's not right. So... I think it needs to be where it's rotated throughout. Everybody get to places where these student athletes can go see what the groves like, go play in Bryant Denny to get get that opportunity. Because yeah, you, nobody on Florida's teams have gotten that opportunity to go to Alabama. Never. So, I mean, I've been I've been on the the broadcast crew now for twelve something years, and I've been I've been there once. So I mean, it's it's not right. I don't how like how that, that is.
3: Why did it in 05 was it O five and O six? They played them in back to back years. Because in O five it was the injury. Yeah. In Tuscaloosa mm-hmm. at the end of the game, and then obviously O six they came here, the throwback game. Yeah. So, hey man, I don't I don't think you'd have any Florida fans that would complain about playing Bama more often. You no. they don't want to play him every year like Tennessee does, but that's, again, why well, it sucks to be a fall. I guess you guys got the yeah, short the end shadow. of the stick. I mean, every everybody in the league has a permanent rival. It's yeah. not like they're getting stuck with one that other teams aren't, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe switch it. Give Give Alabama Vanderbilt as the permanent opponent because then, you know, you're going to win no matter what and then make it fair for everybody else. If that's yeah. the biggest complaint that, that he has. Maybe that's it's, the way it's, to it's do it because you know it, they're not going to beat them anyway. Like they're
3: not getting rid of Florida LSU, and just like they shouldn't get rid of Florida, Florida State. You know, it sucked for the Gators when they had to play Bobby Bowden at the end of every. Mm-hmm. You know how many how many championships did that cost Steve Spurrier? Two he, or three. He, he didn't complain about it.
1: No, just a know? part of the schedule. What you had to deal with.
3: Yeah. You play who you play and deal with the coaches and the programs and dynasties that you got to come across. You know, it's the ebbs and flows of the sport.
1: That it is. All right, let's get a break. 392-8255. If you would like to partake in our fun here live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill.
2: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN ninety-eight one FM, eight fifty AM WRUF.
7: Good afternoon. I'm Victoria Seiwick. Gator Soccer has a matchup against number two ranked North Carolina at the Diz tonight at seven. They look to secure a win to improve their 1-4-1 record. In college volleyball, the number 7-ring Florida Gators face off against Baylor at the O'Connell Center tomorrow at 8 p.m. Gators baseball announced their fall season schedule today. They will open their season with an exhibition game against Georgia in Jacksonville on Friday, October 29th. Tickets for this game will go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. In the National Football League, the reigning Super Bowl champs open their season tonight against the Cowboys. Coverage for the Buccaneers begins right here tonight at eight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Sywood.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m. W R U
1: F.
0: Hey, y'all. Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper here with the best news yet of 2021. The salad bar is back, baby. Woo! It's been gone for a year, but starting June 1st, the salad bar is back and better than ever. All right, it'll be exactly the same, but you know what I'm talking about. We're going to eat like it's 2019. Our staff is vaccinated, the dining room's at full capacity, and we're excited to get back to business. I know you love Leonardo, so please dine in, call for pickup, order online, or get delivery from 352delivery.com. And as always, don't forget the tailgate
1: 10. There's lots of unknowns going on in the world right now, and while we all sit back and try to sort things out, Oaks Jewelry wants to let you know that if you need some help, they are there if needed. Now, we already know that if you need any fine jewelry or engagement rings, there's no other place to go. But they also offer layaway services and short-term loans, and they'll even buy that gold that's been just laying around the house for years. So why not get something for it? With tons of certified diamonds, gemstones, and designer items, Oaks Jewelry has a wide variety of whatever you might be looking for at a price range for every. Budget. Check out all their inventory online at oaksjewelry.com. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games.
8: That's right, Jeff. Melden Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator Games. Go to meldenlaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game.
1: You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to meldenlaw.com or the Melden Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Melden Law is the firm for you.
9: To some that may just sound like ice hitting heavy-duty plastic, but to a Bud Light legend, it's a signal that says it's time. Time to dust off the barbecue tongs and load up the cooler with 37 Bud Lights and an assortment of dips. Because it's time to take back all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. Let's take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly 2021 AB Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
2: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are one FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
3: Hey, welcome back into the Tailgate. Zach and Jeff here coming to you live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. I've made my food order, so looking forward to uh, that coming my way. I went with the fillet? The fillet? Yeah? The fillet.
1: How if it's not well, if it's fillet, why isn't it spelled F-I-L-A-Y? You would think. You know. The English language.
3: Yeah, just like crazy you know, thing. I mean I eat I, I use a foon. <laughs> Very good.
16: <laughs>
3: Who said it had to be a spork? It's true. Crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <It's good chicken. laughs>
1: Your dad's cool. Like you might not think he's cool, but he's cool. So I try to tell my kids.
3: But then they they hate like the dad joke that I do probably the most.
1: Oh, <laughs> Give it to us.
3: <laughs> it's at the restaurant. We'll be out eating. And I'll just be like I don't like my food at all. <laughs> Empty plate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my go to.
1: Yeah, that's good. There was a um there was a great
3: dad joke. Take, oh,
1: that i saw um i gotta try to remember i think it was how do you get a country girl to go on a date with her how do you get a country girl to go on a date with you
3: how
1: a tractor <laughs> pretty good huh
3: <laughs> they, they liked it yeah
1: see all right get we're ready lap.
3: to take some phone calls back, back to, to the, the phones we go <laughs> oh, yeah, it that's is, all right uh,
1: dan's ready to chat here on the shoe hey dan what's up
17: hey what's up guys enjoy listening to you even though i'm a dog fan i uh, still love your show thank you and uh glad you guys cut that last guy off uh i'm not sure where he's coming from but uh anyway i, I was trying to do some thinking in my head on this alabama thing but I, uh, i don't think the gators could have played him more than twice in the last 10 years because uh saban was not at alabama 15 years ago correct and i know they only they only play every five years but if I'm not mistaken, I'm driving, so I, I, I couldn't pull it up on my phone. But uh, did, did Michael Wayne, when he won the East a, a few years ago twice, didn't he play Alabama in the SEC both times? Yeah, yeah and he,
1: he was the, asking regular season. Yeah, he was regular
17: season. Yeah, but okay, so uh, four times in the last ten years, I guess. So if Correct. If you want to count the SEC championship yep. game anyway. But uh, anyway, just wanted to comment on that. But the other thing was, of course, should I hear – a. And I know a lot of my Gator fans, uh, the, my Homer Gator fans, they're, they're going to, uh, razz me on this, but, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I keep hearing everybody talk about what Kirby Smart hasn't done with his talent versus Mullen. And I'm not going to criticize or say one thing or the other. Mullen, I think, you know, it, it's, it's hard to judge what he did, what he's done at Mississippi State. And, uh, and obviously, you know, he's been okay so far, before, but nothing super stellar there either. But, you know, outside of Kirby's first year, you know, he went three straight twelve and one years. Uh, played for a national championship. Uh, won three SEC East. So, I'm just trying to get where everybody says he hasn't done anything with his talent. And uh, you know, yeah, no, I, just- I
1: I would agree with that, um, Dan. I just I, I think I think mean, people just uh, at this point when they see the roster and the expectations year in and year out, it's it's they they feel like it needs to be in a national championship and. You know, the, just the, the championships in general. And obviously, he's, he runs into a buzzsaw every time he gets there, which it's really hard for anybody to do it with Saban still in here. So um, it, yeah, it was
17: good. I certainly just. What LSU had. What LSU had a few years, a couple years ago, was uh, pretty, pretty hard. Uh, you got to go up against that, too. So sure. certainly, uh, he's just seems to have come up against uh, a buzzsaw uh, each of those years.
1: Yeah, that, that's the way it's but, been for uh, sure.
17: You know, but again, I, I try to compare him to uh, Davo at uh, Clemson. You know, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember. I think he was at Clemson six or seven years, and the fans were ready to, they were frustrated with him, and it was kind of the same scenario. They were saying, "Why isn't he performing with all the talent he has?" And then, of course, you look at what he's done after six years, and, and I think, I think the same that the one thing that they've got in common is that both of them took over big jobs first head coaching job at a place and and they both had inexperience you know mm-hmm. i i was at the national championship game in 17 with my son and and first thing i said when we had uh, the our infamous second and 26 playing overtime was uh we were yelling call a timeout because our players were celebrating like they won that game and Kirby Smart was over there high-fiving and Saban saw what Georgia was doing and he lined his guys up and he threw it long and he beat us yeah. And I, I, I still contend to this day if Kirby Smart had uh, more experience uh he calls that timeout and I think Georgia wins that game because you set your defense but uh you know I that I just think it's it was a lack of experience but after watching this last game you got to realize Georgia had four I mean Clemson had all 11 starters from their defense back from a year ago which was pretty pretty uh I didn't realize that uh, but I do think that Kirby Smart was the most emotionally controlled coach I've seen since he's been at Georgia.
1: And and that I guess that's part of the process. I do agree with you. I mean, and I think everybody continues to get better and understand things. I mean, it's not only in coaching football, it's really doing anything. So um, you, you would think as a Georgia fan that that's inevitably going to get to that point. And, you know, like we were talking about earlier the, with Saban finally saying, OK, I'm going to open up the offense i'm going to adapt i'm going to change and kirby certainly needs to do that and it, and it is scary i mean if you're a florida fan or anybody in the sec you know the talent they can get And if he figures it out then that's certainly something that uh is going to be troublesome for everybody so i i mean i kind of like that he hasn't figured it out yet but we'll see
17: yeah well again uh I'd finish this off i you know when florida went to uh played Oklahoma last year. Uh, you know, they lost several key guys, three, their three top receivers and I think a top running back and, uh, you know, certainly showed, but in fairness to Georgia, you know, we had four of our top receivers and, uh, two of our offensive linemen that were starters that were out against Clemson. Uh, and then we lost the third one on the fifth play. So, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully those guys will get healthy and maybe we'll see something, but yeah, certainly it's something to be concerned about, uh, as a Georgia fan, but, uh, Again, you know, it's it, it, you just got to play with what you got.
1: You do good stuff, Dan. Appreciate the call.
11: All right, take care. All
1: right. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, they're they're good, and but again, I I think I I look at it, and I always when when I do the comparison, the Mullen thing, I just I see that Mullen has been able to do more with less supposed talent like I feel like if Dan Mullen had George's roster, one he probably would have kept Justin Fields there and you know not had him leave to go to Ohio State and and understood that decision and figured out what to do, but I just I feel like he would have been able to call better plays, win games, do certain things offensively that Kirby hasn't done. Now, I I I finally saw Dan Mullen make a mistake. Like he was just talking about with Kirby in a timeout. And that mistake was certainly what we saw in the SEC championship game last year. You know, being around Mullen and getting to be around him every single week and all those things, like, I've always known him to be one step ahead of everybody else. And I think that's probably becoming comfortable and understanding. I mean, you talked about it. All the nine years of Mississippi State, he's about to win his 100th game. So he's been through a lot of games. He's coached uh, in a lot of situations. and, And Kirby's at that point now. And if, Gosh, if that's what, what happens this year, then I guess we'll see if it gets all figured out. Let's go uh, get Jack on the phone lines next. Hey, Jack, welcome.
19: Yeah, let's also blame uh, Kirby on that fake pun a couple of years ago. That was one of the greatest calls in college football history, too. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Uh, and, you know, thanks for Will Muschamp. It's all defense, no offense. You got him walking around there. And, you know, Georgia fans, they always, as Spurdy would say, well, y'all signed the best players, but we always win. But, you know, it's fine. And I would just want to say to the Georgia guy, thank you. you're not you're nicer than the the idiot that called in two calls ago. But if you want to talk about the Bulldogs, call 404-231-1680. That's AM 680, the fan in Atlanta. And you can talk about your beloved Bulldogs 24 hours a day because this is the University of Florida show, okay? And, uh, by the way, in the este- esteemed terms of – Ace Ventura, Jeff, you exercised a demon. Man, you took care of him. You cleaned <laughs> that dude's clock. The backstabbing Tennessee guy, who gives a rip? Like 9-11's coming up. Hey, hey, big boy cattle rod or whatever you want, cattle pod. If it wasn't for 9-11, we'd beat you guys first time go around with that Darnell Dockett smashing our running back's hand, and we'd have won the national championship that year. Yep. Right? Very true. Yeah, okay. So, and, and, and the Georgia guy, yeah, you win the recruiting battles every year. Zach knows he's been a recruiting guy. They skew the numbers. They've they got a guy up here, I'm not going to mention his name. They skew the numbers on rivals and all these things because Georgia has so many people that are just rabid about recruiting numbers. And by the way, however many five-stars, four-stars, we had a two-star quarterback last year that tore you guys a new butt. So, you know what? Take all your stars and all your excuses and all that kind of stuff and your fake punts. Kirby's had all the talent in the world. He's done zilch. He won an SEC, okay? We we had, again, we had, he got beat by McAdool. Sorry, Zach, I know he's your favorite coach of all time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we he beat him two times. So, let's go back and look. Pretty much Mark Rick left him a great roster of talent. They ain't got nothing hardly, you know? Yeah,
3: I mean, it's. You look at his resume. I mean, no one can say he's not a great recruiter. And obviously, you okay, can't take away the fact that he did win that SEC championship. But okay, year in and year out, to have the type of talent that he does and recruit at the at the clip that he and his staff do. Yep, they they should have accomplished more to this point, and and certainly. I mean, just on paper, Florida had no business beating Georgia the way that it did last year.
19: No, no way. But I mean, again, you. But let's look at all the. I mean, I, I don't have the dad in front of me. I don't. And uh, God, just I'm so glad the cattlemen won't call him again because just pretty big boy. I think if I had a moron, I'd have to have a, a baseball bat with him. I mean, he then he would probably strike me out and then kill me. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, but, but but getting back to Georgia, they can't. They, they lose more five and four stars than they can sign Zach. You know that they lose more people like Cox. They lose so much talent every year. And again, yeah, they, they, they sign the stars, but he can't develop them. And you know what? We got, we got a kid the two star Ethan White kids I mean, hats off to this kid. Let's talk about props. He's transformed himself into an SEC player by nothing but hard work and grit and, and, and coach savage. Now I want to yeah. sign a player like that. And I'm like Steve Spurrier used to say. Let's find guys that want to be Gators, and if you don't want to be a Gator, then we'll whip your butts anyway. Jeff, pull us through this Saturday. Let's not get any injuries, and I'll be listening all day. God bless you guys, and go Gators. All
1: right, Jack. Thank you. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate it. Let's uh, snag a break. We'll come back. More phone calls are coming in, and we will take them when we get back here. It's our second hour of the tailgate live from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down.
2: Flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Yes. Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, crystal air and water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in north central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic & Injury, they have affordable, no stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, X-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic & Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine, and Play it Again Sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play it again sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back, baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find, and I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's. And the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, "woohoo." In fact, it's been more than 25,000 people that sleep better because of the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville, and you could be next. Their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam. Being better during the day starts with being better at night. So let the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville get you going. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com.
16: From
2: the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
13: A weak front is sliding through in the wake of what was Tropical Storm Mindy. That should dry us out a bit by this evening and overnight. Lows in the low to mid-70s. I think most areas from Gainesville North will be dry Friday, but there still could be some strong thunderstorms that develop in the afternoon hours, especially in Marion County and points east and south. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Good chances for thunderstorms linger Saturday. We dry out a bit more on Sunday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Jeff Huffman.
12: This, Keep it
2: on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show.
16: Which is more likely to happen, Alabama being in the title game or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting back to the Super Bowl?
12: I would say Alabama getting in back in the title game. There, there's not a lot of competition in the NFC for the Buccaneers, but it's just so hard to repeat. Things happen
0: during the course of a season. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show.
12: Weekday
2: mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850
20: AM, WRUF. And now, more of the... T- and, you know, we were trying to figure out our program, and congratulations to the championship, and, yeah, you won the one and whatever you got, but you haven't really done anything. Um, but... That's I think that that's one of the biggest reasons why, you know, they've been doing so good in recruiting is because they kind of hit that whenever, you know, the media kind of fell in love with the playoffs and all that stuff. Uh, so it's just been the easy, easy play to say, oh, Georgia's going to be great, Georgia's going to be great, and they win the national championship every off season and all this stuff, and then, you know, the actual games get played, and then they're like, well, you know, We'll see what happens. And obviously, the first game they played didn't even put up a offensive point. So, I mean, their defense looked good, but whatever. But I think that's their biggest recruiting advantage right there. They get an entire off season of the media going off about how great they are. And I mean, that's like priceless as far as like how much cost of recruiting. Uh, what do you guys think about that fact?
3: They definitely get loved in the off season, and I think a lot of that does stem from recruiting because they do so well in February, that people just think that they're going to be stacked.
20: Yeah, it's like an easy play. They're just like, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, they're doing recruiting so well, so they're going to be great. And, you know, the fact that they win the, you know, the entire time that, you know, recruits are visiting and doing all that stuff is when they're getting all this love. So, you know, they're getting all this. But then also you have, like, just the fact that the media in general, you have, like, you know, CBS Sport, you like the, that own, you know, 24 seven and all these like recruiting things that want to make sure that these, the, you know, your, your cash cow is, is, is going to make you some money in the, in the TV ratings, you know, like let's prop them up and Oh yeah, yeah. No, this guy, he was like a three star or whatever, but Oh, he's got a, he's got a thing for to go to Georgia. He's got an offer from Georgia. So let's bump him up to a four, you know, whatever. So it's like, it's really easy to say like, Oh yeah, they get all these, this talent, but, I mean it's it's all like I it's from a it's a really obscure quote in a movie, but it's all a pimp game. That's all it is as far as the media. I mean they're just trying to prop up certain teams to you know to, but again, to I mean, make it look I like I will that say just in great. general,
3: like for the prognosticators and analysts that have to like make their predictions preseason, I mean for those that maybe don't know every single program or aren't on top of every single team, like you do rely on those recruiting rankings and just top players coming back. And I think that just on paper, a lot of years, it does make sense to pick Georgia, you know, recently, but Mullen has obviously proven last year that that, that doesn't always determine who wins the division. And,
1: I mean, but but even that's where I would go this year. I think, I mean, obviously it was such a, a gap between Florida and Georgia by all the experts, your, your boys, all the media guys there. Yeah. And, I mean, Florida just spanked them. Yeah, I know that the players are different, close. but, I mean, yeah, it didn't even. And it's a different quarterback for, for both teams, certainly. But still, like, to me, it, that's it what I would on, go on. On
3: paper, it, they should have beat Florida, yeah. like, handedly.
1: So if, if you're now picking that. Like, why – what makes Georgia so special? Because they had one quarterback beat four crappy teams at the end of the year?
3: I mean, it's just – it's asinine to me. Well, they but just, that's the way it is. And it's and it's that recruiting. Yeah. You know.
20: Yeah, that's – one more point. Sorry, I me just – real quick. Um, you know, how the old Emory Jones, Anthony Richardson, you know, controversy, quote-unquote. Um, you know, I just feel like Emory's just got to go out there and just relax. You know what I mean? It's like it's his team – there's no like obviously you got Alabama coming up honestly we could lose that game and still go to the national championship I mean you gotta like this has no reflect on our SEC East record we can still run the table I mean Georgia didn't put up a single offensive point uh, I I mean their defense is amazing I'm not saying anything about that it's gonna be a game but I'm not so afraid of that that game and LSU obviously kind of Stunk the bet or whatever, and then you got Kentucky and all that. But all those games, I'm looking at them as winnable games. So go into that game, play loose, just go out there, do what you got to do, you know what I mean? And, and if we lose, we lose. Well, Technically, if we run the table the rest of the season, we'll have a second shot at them. And I think sure. yeah. Dan Mullen having a second shot at, at Alabama after, you know, a bunch of reps with Emery and Anthony – I think they'll they'll have a pretty good shot. So I don't I don't think that people need to be stressing out so much about this Alabama game. I mean, it's going to be a – I hope we win. I'm actually going to it but, I'm all the way up in Chicago. I'm going to be going to that. Got I my would say, though, I, I think in, in,
3: in a scenario where Florida got to play Bama twice, I think it's easy – I don't think I'd almost – no. It'd be easier to beat him them now here in Gainesville than it will be at the end of the season in Atlanta. I mean, that's just – yeah. You get a whole year for I mean, that team to and then figure and it out and, and watch if, Florida on tape.
1: And what if if you do that, and then what if Texas A and M somehow beats Bama, then you don't have them again. Yeah, and you know. it'd be, it'd well, be honestly,
20: fun. Ole Miss to be. I feel like Ole Miss is the team that is actually going to be given them. I've, that's the other thing. I think the the media was in love with Texas A and M. I honestly am not so sure. They dodged uh, Ole Miss last year, which was doing really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they. They all their best wins they had were on the road to teams that fired their head coaches, and they went and won in a bowl game with the team that had a bunch of players out, and they lost to FSU and Virginia. So, I mean, they're good. They're going to be good, but they like have to replace with their whole offensive line. They got the new. I mean, like they're they're just as. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not so sold on them to be honest.
1: We'll see how it all plays out. Patrick, thanks for listening way up there in Chicago and uh, safe travels down here next week. All right, thanks. All right, man. Appreciate that. Let's, uh, let's snag Ryan before we get our last break of the show. Ryan, welcome.
4: Afternoon, fellas. Yes, sir. So you've had Tennessee, Georgia, Chi-Town, and man, I, I can talk about. I'm calling from the big, Not old good old Boston. high springs. That's right, baby. Well, yeah, man. I'm rolling through your hometown right now. I currently have a lot of Elisabeth, so on the way to High Springs. But I wish I was calling Colorado from Colorado. Is that Popeye's ready yet? I don't give a hoot about no Popeye's, brother. To <laughs> I don't need no Popeye's. Hey, they turning into Chicken Town because you got Popeye's, Zaxby's. I heard KFC's coming back. It's like, seriously, but y'all just rolling down Archer Road.
3: Well, when you, when, when, when when you are you going to go Chick-fil-A that? in High Springs for me?
4: That ain't happening, brother. That ain't happening. But so, hey, speaking of that, Zach, now you talking about settling in somewhere. I was curious. Now, y'all have all heard of the, the show, The Little House on the Prairie. And uh, Jeff can tell you out where Mike Zanino is built. It turned, it's quickly turning into the big white house on the pasture. Have you been out there lately, Jeff? I have not. There's like, there's about four houses now. Mike started something. Of course, his is about twice as big as everybody's. But there's sure. like four big old houses being built out there. I figured Zach, he must be dropping in out there with all them. Way well, he's rolling, maybe so. But anyway, so I you listen. Apparently, old Dingeline called one eight hundred wine a minute, and you know, I mean, Ooh. crap. If I wasn't five six and wide, I could dunk a basketball. Like get over <laughs> it, bro. You know what? He didn't bring up was the fact that when they were former was having some of his better years. When Alabama went through a stretch of about four coaches in like ten years, they like, crap that one dude couldn't even make it to coaching because he went to the strip joint or something like that. I mean, you know, everybody's got their ups and downs. We we got plenty of good Auburn LSU teams that were winning national championships that we played every year. So he that wine he shut that of crap up. You gonna tell me because y'all play Alabama, that's why you suck? Like really? Yeah. Come on, and man. On th- hey, that
3: is a great point that you bring up about Auburn when Florida played them regularly. That. That kept the Gators from winning some, some championships in 93 and 94.
4: Yeah. yeah, and then Florida State teams we played, my God. I mean, Florida, State and Florida both could have had more national championships if they didn't play each other every year. So I don't want to hear that whiny crap out of him. But like I said, when you go two and six, because one of your six losses was to Alabama, that's why you ain't no good. Might roll on with that. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Well, see, you know, I don't, uh, Jeff, I had to ask you this because I, I know that the, the Hall of Fame, the baseball Hall of Fame thing got pushed back, you know, from last year because of COVID and everything. But I thought it was the oddest thing. You know, a lot of times there'll be a news dump on a Friday at five when, you know, some coach or some player got in trouble. Let's don't make, let's just let, let's throw that out there about five o'clock on a Friday. But when the middle of the week and the day before the NFL starts with your reigning Super Bowl champions and Tom Brady and college football is cranked up. I thought that was the oddest thing to have that on a Wednesday. Like it was just completely lost in the shuffle to me.
1: Yeah, I, I can't give you an answer because I thought the same thing. Very strange how they did it. and Maybe that was just the, the deal. was It's not necessarily the year that it was supposed to be. They're just going to sneak this in here and figure it out. I don't know. Very, very weird. But at least I mean, yeah, no. maybe what you're saying—the NFL is starting, college football is going—so you're not going to have it on one of those weekends. So just get it done right before everything gets going, and try to at least give them a, a sort of a day where they get the limelight.
4: Seems like it'd be like an All-Star break kind of thing in the summer when you're kind of the only thing in town. But sure, of course I—you know—I ain't got no love lost for Derek Jeter. I mean, if he had spent 15 years with the Orioles or the Kansas City Royals or somebody, he might not even—he's been a holler very good, but. I mean, he's definitely up there with Wilt Chamberlain for certain things, but baseball, I mean, I, I don't even know if he'd be a Hall of Famer if he don't win five titles with the Yankees.
1: Hey, he got, uh, he got the girl from Friday Night Light, so,
4: <laughs>
3: I mean, he did
1: something oh, he, good.
4: Yeah. He's back. Minka he's Kelly. Back no winning. Ain't no doubt about it, my man's winning. But, um, and speaking of the NFL, I, you know, it, I don't know why in the last couple of days, saving has come up so much. I mean, I mean, the dude, obviously, I mean, you know, he's about the best ever been in college, but, some reason, it's been brought up about who's going to replace him and all he's doing. But I think one of the things that – and I know it's been brought up back a couple of years, but it's so crazy because he's built himself on defense and now you look, he's got three young dudes that are going to be starting quarterbacks and he's got a reigning Heisman Trophy winner, uh receiver. You know, So, I mean, he adapted and knew that he had to change something if he wanted to keep winning. And I think he didn't let his ego say – well, I'm just going to run the ball, and we're going to play defense. I mean, he adapted. He's he's bringing in these assistants that are good, and he just he's that CEO that just makes it happen. But I think it's well, and he seems to be
1: having more fun than he's ever had. And he yeah. put on that that old school helmet last week. He's smiling a lot. He's sitting by his pool, hanging out, doing some really just fun things. I think to even relate to the kids again. Mm-hmm. But once he gets you on campus, he he does something the right way to. Say, hey, I mean, you're my guy. This is how you're going to do it. If you don't want to do it this way, then leave. <laughs> and yeah, everybody uh, listens up and it. does their thing, and they, they play really well because of it.
4: Yeah, because people, whatever, the, however, got on the subject of him being replaced in the last day or two, and I'm like, this cat, he's like Brady. I mean, he, he's I think he's pushing 70, but that joker could probably coach 10 more years if he wanted to, the style and the way he's got it rolling. Like, I don't know why we're talking about his replacement. Yep. Anyway, I know you got a lot of calls, man. Uh Jack, good to hear from you, We'll talk later. Enjoy the game tonight. I, I'm kind of excited for the NFL opening weekend Oh, yeah. first time in a little bit. I think it's pretty in, got some intriguing. And Jacksonville's gonna get the best matchup all year with the Saints and the Packers in town. I mean, you know that's better than anything they're gonna see on a weekly basis.
1: <laughs> Very true. All right, fellas. Ryan, thank you, man. All right, Ryan.
4: All
1: right, let's get this uh, last break, and we will come back and. Finish things up again live at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Dan Mullins here tonight at 7 o'clock for the Coaches Show. That's upstairs. Advisors, it'll only be open from 6 to 8 tonight. So come by, snag a drink, some of those little pork sliders. If they have, they are phenomenal with a capital F. Like my steak. That's right.
3: Or my filet.
1: Filet. All right, we're going to uh, grill it and finish it up when we get back.
2: Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
7: Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Siewick. Gators soccer has a matchup against number two ranked North Carolina at the Diz tonight at seven. They look to secure a win to improve their one four and one record. In college volleyball, the number seven ranked Florida Gators face off against Baylor at the O'Connell Center tomorrow at 8 p.m. Gators baseball announced their fall season schedule today. They will open their season with an exhibition game against Georgia in Jacksonville on Friday, October 29th. Tickets for this game will go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. In the National Football League, the reigning Super Bowl champs open their season tonight against the Cowboys. Coverage for the Buccaneers begins right here tonight at 8. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Zywick.
2: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m.
10: W R U F. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. With prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price. At Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street. Online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I
2: have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here.
7: This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com.
13: As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ink your small business needs all done in one trip. Saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking, or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store. Every ink for small business, all in one place.
10: The UPS Store.
13: The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Products, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details.
16: It's an unprecedented diamond buying opportunity at International Diamond Center. Three days only, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. IDC is rolling out the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and forever diamonds. These are the best of the best. Certified by the world's top gem labs. Rare, precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals. From one carat to 20 carats, all on sale. Don't be surprised to see jewelry store owners and diamond brokers shopping at this event it's idc's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever and if that wasn't enough we're offering three years zero interest financing on any diamond purchase plus for these three days you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mountings including Takori. don't miss this amazing opportunity and open to the public multi-million dollar diamond buying event friday saturday and sunday only and only at international diamond center at celebration point on approved credit
1: As the temperatures rise in Florida, so do the lawn pests, the chinch bugs, the webworms, and the mole crickets. Well, the Masters Lawn Pest Program focuses on prevention rather than waiting till they damage your lawn. So if you want a lawn you can love, call the Masters Lawn Care. They're the Gainesville Lawn Experts. Call them up at 378-LAWN. That's 352-378-LAWN. Remember, mention Jeff Cardozo and make your first application only $19. The Masters Lawn
0: Care, helping clients love their lawn again. This is Florida Gator head coach Dan Mullen And you're locked in to Gainesville's only home for the orange and blue ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF The home of the Florida Gators
2: The tailgate with Jeff Gardozo and Pat Dooley continues Here on ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF And on your phone with the WRUF radio app
1: Alright, time flew! We only got three minutes left, but, as my wife says, you can accomplish a lot in three minutes. Make a meal? Heck yeah, get after it. Oh, that's what microwaves are for. Yeah. Hot pocket, you can do a pop tart in three minutes. That's my specialty. Popcorn? Popcorn, yeah. A, a mac and cheese cup? See? Plenty of things a lot of options that there. can be accomplished. Um, Appreciate Zach for, for coming by. So what are your thoughts on this? Obviously, Florida's just going to go pound done, them.
3: Man, like I, just, I think everything, everybody's been waiting to see this new-look team on offense and defense. No one's complaining about the defense, really, so I guess that's a good thing, right? So yeah. I, I just think you expect this offense to go out against an inferior opponent, once again be able to control the line of scrimmage and run the ball. Like, Emery might not throw for 200 yards this game. You might not. Don't Although, wouldn't
1: to. you want him to just to I, try?
3: Yeah. But I, see? I, I just think more than anything, like, he just needs to have ball security. Yeah. And have clean drives, not have any drive-ending plays, and just feel confident about the way that he operates the offense. And defensively, pitch a shutout. mm mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's – they got shutout last week. They got shutout last season. You could have had a shutout Saturday. If not for some drives there at the end against backups and stuff, so um, I, I think at the very least being able to go out there and not just get a shutout with your first team defense, but maybe have a little bit more success than you did against FAU because they they moved the ball a little bit on Florida in the first half and crossed midfield on every drive, and then Florida came out with their second half adjustments and they were 0 for 4 on their first uh, third downs. So,
1: and, and that's something Florida's so good at and yeah. people don't understand that second half adjustments. Third quarter's always been really good.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I just think from that standpoint you want to go out and have the type of performance you should have against a team like this and, and more than anything do everything that you need to do and address all the, the mistakes that you had in week one so you can feel good about going into this opener. And so.
1: Well, we only had one mistake this entire show. I was putting the cattleman on, but we took care of it. And I, didn't, I didn't
3: make a mistake with my food order.
1: No, it was great. And, again, if you haven't been to Spurriers yet, get here. We're going to be here every Thursday throughout the entire football season doing this. So say hey, and uh, we'll be happy to, uh, to chat and have some fun, like we try to do every single day Good luck day. to we do Austin it. tonight. Yes, we'll see if we can uh, throw some touchdowns, right. do it upright. Will, thanks for producing back there. Good job of uh, getting